Welcome to the Purple Pulpit with Brian Murphy and Brian Miller. One's a comic. That would be Brian Miller. One can give you a funny line now and again. That's <laughs> Brian Murphy. <laughs> that seems diminutive. Have, but, uh, key- <laughs> have keyboard, will travel. Yes, that's right. And I occasionally will give one stat. So that's how we balance it out. Every now and then I'll have one statistic. It's a balanced ticket, Bob. <laughs> Very much so. Oh, by the way, I'm Bob Sansevier. And I just got to ask both of you, the Vikings and their kicking situation... Brian, and, uh, on the last show, the show that was uh, that people could listen to, uh, Vikings territory as well. You had mentioned it goes back to what ninety uh, nine with Gary Anderson. Well, I would tell me season, I, I didn't get here till two thousand. That, that was still that's hanging when over. It was the the horrible one when this when Gary Anderson was absolutely perfect through the regular 38 season. 38 for 38. And the I most actually, famous missed kick of all time, would you say? Gary Very Anderson's close, kick? yeah. I, I think it probably, Scott Norwood, maybe? Scott, it's, either Norwood. Nor, it's either him or Norwood. I think the, the, the fact that Anderson hadn't missed that, any before yes. makes it more like personally hurtful to him, whereas the Norwood was a bigger spot. Correct, yes. bigger stage. But yep. in terms of pure kicker drama, I do think... I do think our guy gets it. <laughs> and well, it, they would have won the Super Bowl had they gone oh, on. Oh, they would have totally. Uh, yeah. Denver was old and whatever. Yeah. I mean, that they were destined. They yeah. were fifteen and one. They re they remade the game. The offense. All I mean, you know, everybody here knows that scab. Mm. Well, I but I, I remember writing before they started the postseason that they will lose in the Super Bowl by a Gary Anderson miss. You're just a week off. I was. I was just one week off. And there's a lot that happened in that game where Denny, Denny Green played for overtime when it was still sudden death. Yeah, I know. You know, took the knee. He did basically what we've talked about with uh, Mike Zimmer. Just go and try to score. You've got, you scored 600 points all year. You're the number greatest offense in the history of the game. Yep. You were Um, were born yet? uh, Yeah, of course. What year? 98. See, yeah, I don't know how, how young do you think how old I am? is he? He's a, it's a 22 years ago. Um, <laughs> well, he's still a kid. Great. I've been married for 15 years, right. so that should give you well, some. You're a lot older than you look. Well, the, the the one that hits me or I take in is the Blair Walsh one because I was there covering that that oh. brutally cold game out at TCF Bank Stadium. Yeah, 27 and and Walsh was money for his first two years here because he had a different holder. Cluey was gone Cluey. by then, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And it was you know fourteen below and all of that. The wind was howling, but it was twenty seven yards, Bob. I know that, yeah. but this was the, the this goes back to what Mike Prefer did this. Their special teams coordinator because they have to have somebody to to oversee three guys. He brought in a punter who had never held before, and that's what you that's part of the problem. And laces were in, right? Laces in. It's, it goes back to the old uh, Ace Ventura. Laces out. Got to be laces. Do out. Do you guys believe in like superstition? Are you superstitious at all? Do you believe in any curse, any element of that? I'm a I'm a spiritual guy, and if I was going to say anything about this team was cursed, and you could list ten, I would say the kicking game might be. I think it goes deeper than that, though. I think a lot of it is the coordination of uh, you know the the holder and the kicker, and there's a psychological element too, where everybody's like, I don't want to piss off dad, right? Because Zimmer is very bad with kickers. Yeah, oh, and, and and so you know everybody's a little tight coming into this market well, with him. What I think is that I don't believe in curses, but I believe that believing in the power of a curse can have the effect of a curse. And I think at some point you can see it with Zimmer the when when he gets rid of kickers, I, you know he that curse is in the back of his mind, and I think it has become manifest in their psychology. Well, certainly the fan base and the media. Now the the team yes. may say we're we're in a bubble, and that doesn't. I don't believe it, it, but I'm not sure about that anymore. <laughs> I don't believe it. Well, Walsh left here, and he had a couple of seasons with Seattle. Daniel Carlson, who was horrible here, and I do put a lot of it again on the holder, he's made 26 in a row. Mm. They don't win in Pittsburgh without him last yesterday. No, he's the most consistent kicker in the league right now. Well, you go to the Raiders, right? They always take everybody's cast-offs and never (laughs) worse. Yes. 
<laughs> because I, you're right, though, the pressure that Zimmer puts on these kickers. And 30, there is, I do believe there's a lot more pressure. He made it from, what, 52 last week or 50-plus to send it in overtime, but there's a lot more pressure on a guy to win the game when it is under 40 because it should be automatic, and it wasn't. And, again, he missed, as Brian had mentioned yesterday, in yesterday's show or the previous show, that he also missed the point-after attempt from the yeah. same distance. That comes back to haunt you. And then you look across the way, and Matt Prater comes out and buries one from well, 62. And I'm glad you mentioned the 30, because if you're Zimmer, why? And you mentioned 41 seconds about the, with the clock. Why not get it close? You know he's already missed the extra point from that distance. Why not get it closer? Why not just work the clock, work the sidelines, and... Frankly, there's no way that because if there's a fumbled snap mm-hmm. or or Cook or Madison put the ball on the rug, what are we can't... talking about right now? How the hell could he have put the ball in somebody's <laughs> hands again? He should have just kicked it for 37. Uh, I don't think as a Vikings fan I'll ever say they should have just trusted the kicker. I'm, a, I'm a, at this point I'm just get every yard it. you can. Get every yard you can. Honest, take a couple shots in the back corner of the end zone. Why not take a take a deep one? I know we did. We uh, I do think Paul Allen's call factors in this, and I don't want to pile on the guy. But if people don't know, Paul Allen, the radio announcer, called it good for about one and one half seconds. I mean, good. I mean, it's you know he gets the big roar, and then oh oh wait, he, I didn't. He burst, I didn't. You know, Bursich told him, uh, partner. Uh, yes. no, he missed. And it, it, I, I, it could happen to anybody. Although I always say like you got to look for the little guys in the stripes to raise their arms before you get too confident. Uh, but. It did add a poetic extra. I mean, like it was like, what's the worst thing that can happen? No, no, no. It's it could be worse. What if for one half second you thought the worst thing didn't happen? Yeah, and then the worst. Because how about happened. that guy working out in the fields, or you know, he's mm-hmm. he's under his hood and he's listening to the game, and he thinks, ah, yeah, they did. What do you mean, Paul? You're killing me. How about if he starts running around all excited, doesn't hear that he missed it? Yeah, he learns hours later. Well, or- you know, I, it's true. I, I never saw the Minnesota Miracle because I was so upset by the game that I I, I turned the TV <sighs> off, threw the remote across the room. My wife and I watched a movie, and only like three four hours later at night, I got on my cell phone and I was like, "Where are these people sarcastically saying the Vikings won?" I didn't know for hours. You know what? Who you are? You're those guys. Those people. Whose brake lights were lit up at Dodger Stadium uh-huh. when Kirk Gibson hit his walk off? Hundred percent. There was nothing but full traffic getting <laughs> out of there. Yeah, I was that guy. I didn't know for hours. It, it was a weird. It was the reverse of the Paul Allen call, where I, I thought it was bad and it was good. You got a better story out of it. I, I did. I, I, it's funny, people. I seen the replay. Didn't see it live. Who was it? Was it Red Barber? Was he doing the Giants? And then it was he the Dodgers? The Giants win the pennant. The Giants win the pennant. Oh, excuse me. No, Russ Hodges said. Oh, it was Hodges. Giants. Okay, but what if he made it? That's not. Quite Oh, yeah. Bobby Thompson hit a ball. Oh, no, it was caught. (laughs) (laughs) But Paul loves saying things are good because he loves just getting so amped up about it. To me, it's funny if it's overblown. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying the extreme. Oh, yeah, it's just, uh, just, just, you're right. If if you're kind of appreciating the misery as a kind of overall five-course meal, it was just the little free cookie they give you, the fancy little cookie they give you at the end of the meal. You know, it didn't matter much, but... It was the last taste in your mouth. Well, it was like, oh. And there was a bug on it. And there was a bug on I it. I want to make sure we mention this. Uh, people talk, I see it all the time, where so-and-so won the internet today. Mm-hmm. John Creasel, I don't think anyone can beat what he wrote yesterday. Did you see this? Uh-uh. John Creasel. I mean, I know who he is. He but... lost both his legs in Iraq. Right. Right? And in, in when he was uh, fighting Although Paul there. Allen said he got them both. He said he got them both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would win the internet. <laughs> but this is what Creasel wrote yesterday. 
having a Vikings tattoo on my arm sometimes make me makes me wish that my arm was blown off too. Yes, <laughs> I did. Yes, I did see that. I thought that was very very funny. Oh, <laughs> that's a master of self awareness oh, yeah. right there. That, what a great yes, that was. I saw that. I saw that like three times because people kept retweeting, and I was like, "Funny the third time." Oh, mm-hmm. it was. But that's how this team just takes you. <laughs> if you're a Vikings fan, just wrenches you. And just, I mean, Vikings. Fans really have had their souls stuffed oh, on. ripped out. No question. Oh, many yeah. times. Many Absolutely. times. Absolutely. I mean, the misery. I, people always say the Lions are the most miserable team, and I disagree I, because I tell they, my, yeah. they know they suck. Right. If you're always down, it's it's only the hope. It's like, right, it's in the great escape. It's when you almost make it over the fence on the motorcycle, but don't. That's what it hurts. Is it, would you rather have uh, loved and lost or never have loved at all? It goes <laughs> back to that whole thing. And all my family are the same thing in Detroit. They're like... God, if we could just be there once in a while, I'll take the pain if we could at least get near the, yeah. the knife. Right, that's a great. Look at the misery this family's been through. Oh, my gosh, yeah. One win in 67 years, or 57 years. Patience, Bob. <laughs> they did win an NFL title, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, 1950, pre-Super Bowl, Bob. Yeah. But the, you know what, though? They it, still they didn't have face masks, Bob. It was a real NFL title, unlike the Vikings. They win the NFL title and then lose in the Super Bowl the same year. Anyway, all right, uh, check out the Purple Pulpit on Vikings territory. We have something every day, and check out tomorrow. We're going to look ahead to that Seattle game. Check that one out in the next episode.